ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजैवरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजय मुदीर नष्टाभद्रीषु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर वन टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी वन कन्या कुब्जे द्विज कश्चि दासीपति अजामिल कन्या कुब्जे द्विज कश्चि दासीपतिरजामिल नाष्टो सदाचारो नाष्ट सदाचारो दासर्गदूषित दासर्गदूषित कन्या कुब्जे द्विज कश्चि दासीपतिरजामिल नाष्टचारो दासर्गदूषित कन्या कुब्जे द्विज कश्चि दासीपतिरजामिल नाष्टचारो दासर्गदूषित कान्यकुब्जे इन द सिटी ऑफ कान्यकुब्जा कनौज अ टाउन नियर कानपुर द्विज ब्राह्मण कश्चि सम दासीपति द हस्बैंड ऑफ अ लो क्लास वुमेन और प्रॉस्टिट्यूट अजामिल अजामिला नाम बाय नेम नष्टसताचर हु लॉस्ट ऑल ब्राह्मणिकल क्वालिटीज दास्या of the prostitute or maid servant samsarga dushitaha contaminated by the association translation and purport by his divine grace sri bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad translation in the city known as kanya kubja there was a brahmana named Ajamila who married a prostitute maid servant and lost all his brahmanical qualities because of the association of that low class woman purport the fault of illicit connection with women 
with women is that it makes one lose all brahmanical qualities in india there is still a class of servants called shudras whose maid servant wives are called shudranis sometimes people who are very lusty establish relationship with such maid servants and sweeping women since in the higher statuses of society they cannot indulge in the habit of women hunting which is strictly prohibited by social convention ajamila a qualified brahmana youth lost all his brahmanical qualities because of his association with a prostitute but he was ultimately saved because he had begun the process of bhakti yoga therefore in the previous verse shukadev goswami spoke of the person who has only once surrendered himself at the lotus feet of the lord mana krishna padaravindayo or has just begun the bhakti yoga process bhakti yoga begins with shravanam kirtanam vishnu hearing and chanting of lord vishnu's names as in the maha mantra hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare chanting is the beginning of bhakti yoga therefore shri chaitanya mahaprabhu declares hare nama hare nama hare nam eva kevalam kalau nasteva 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 gatir anyatha in this age of quarrel and hypocrisy the only means of deliverance is the chanting is chanting the holy name of the lord there is no other way there is no other way there is no other way the process of chanting the holy name of the lord is always superbly effective but it is specially effective in this age of kali its practical effectiveness will now be explained by shukadev goswami through the history of ajamila who was freed from the hands of the yamadutas simply because of chanting the holy name of narayana parikshit maharaj's original question was how to be freed from falling down into hell or into the hands of the yamadutas in reply shukadev goswami is citing this old historical example to convince parikshit maharaj of the potency of bhakti yoga which begins simply with the chanting of the holy name with the chanting of the lord's name all the great authorities of bhakti yoga recommend the devotional process beginning with the chanting of the holy name of krishna tan nama grihnaadi bihi the sense the bhakti vedanta purport so this chapter first chapter canto 6 the history of the life of ajamila parikshit maharaj had a question for shukadev goswami and his question was how living entities can be freed from falling down into the hell into the hands of yamadutas because of the sins that they have committed or they are committing he was very concerned for general human living entities human beings to 
be going to the hellish planets just to atone for their sinful deeds. So Vaishnava is very compassionate. He did not want living entities, human beings to suffer in hell. So he had asked Shukadev Goswami, can you please give a solution how living entities can atone for their sins in such a way that they never commit any sinful deeds further. They become completely cleansed in their heart. The seed of sinful uh, action is removed completely from the heart. So what is the solution? And in reply to that, Shukdev Goswami is now reciting this old historical example. So how to get our heart purified from all the impurities, from all the sin, from all the lust, anger, greed, hatred, envy, illusion, and so many other different things. Now he's telling a story by which we can be convinced that yes, this is the best process and a very good, bona fide, effective process. So he's giving an example. Last class, we saw that Udaharanti, an example is being given because philosophy can be spoken. Yes, do this, do that. This is the right way. That is the right process. But if an example is given and something can be proven that this process that Shukadev Goswami is recommending is a bona fide process because in the past, somebody adopted this process and he became freed. Although he was a very, very sinful person, most sinful person, he has taken to this process and he becomes freed. So this, if we hear, then we become convinced, yes, this is a process that has worked because it is there in the Shastra, that is there in the book. So this is not just a story, a fictitious story. This is an old historical example, just to convince us of the potency of Bhakti Yoga. So where did this story happen? It begins with Kanya Kubje Dvija Kaschid. So the place where this particular incident happened is also mentioned in the Bhagavatam. Just so that we, you know, these are the authoritative facts mentioned which convinces us about the authenticity of this. Of course, we don't, this is an authentic book, but these names gives us conditioned souls, the doubting minds, more reasons to believe in these pastimes. So this pastime happened in Kanya Kubja and Prabhupada writing Kanaj, a town near Kanpur. So Kanaj is this place that still exists and when it is existing and the old name was Kanya Kubja. It's in Uttar Pradesh, some distance from Kanpur. And today Kanaj is very famous for its perfume industry. Uh, even our Goloka, we also go to Kanaj and get some things from this particular place. There are many hundreds of perfume industries there, distillery, distilleries there where perfume is distilled. It's famous for perfumery, it's famous for rose water, and uh, perfumes from Kanaj go to all over the country, even gets exported. So this is the place where this particular incident took place. And so Kanya Kubje Dvija, this story is of a Dvijaha, of a Brahmanaha. So he was not an ordinary person. He was a Brahmana, Dvija, Dvija. Dvi means twice, ja means birth. So we all have a birth, a, a regular birth from our parents, but then that is not sufficient 
if you want to understand finer aspects in life if you want to refine our intelligence if you want to be spiritually elevated we need a second birth for spiritual upliftment and what is that second birth that is called knowledge of vedic scriptures then we become twice born one birth by our parents and second birth given by the vedic scriptures or given by the guru and that is what this person whose whose who story is being narrated ajamila was he was a dvija he was a brahmana and namna nashto sadacharo but although this is a story of dvijaha of a brahmana of a great person namna nashta sadacharo sorry nashta sadacharo nashta sadacharo means sadachar means all the brahmanical qualities nashtaha he lost all his brahmanical qualities it's a very interesting story and brahmanical qualities are what are the brahmanical qualities shamo damas tapa shaucham shantir arjavam evava gyanam vigyanam astikyam a person brahmana is a person and ajamila had that he had nine wonderful qualities shamaha shamaha means he was very peaceful self control shamaha peaceful he was not quickly agitated in a, this is a none of these qualities practically exist in kali yuga today so he was very prishamo dama he was self controlled he could control himself he could control his senses shamo damas tapaha he could perform lot of tapasya austerities shaucham he was very clean there are two kinds of cleanliness internal and external cleanliness a brahmana is supposed to be internally clean also externally cleanliness is one thing but the real cleanliness is cleanliness from within inside the heart and the mind is clean so he was that also so shamo damas tapa shaucham shantir shantir means a brahmana is supposed to have the quality of tolerance he is not easily provoked in case of some distresses or or in case of somebody tries to provoke him he is very tolerant he he accepts whatever comes through in his life and he tolerates him shamodamastapa shaucham shantir arjavam and arjavam the most important quality of a brahmana he is supposed to be very honest so honest that as prabhupada says that a brahmana if a thief walks in of course a brahmana has hardly any possessions his real possession is vedic knowledge but even if he has some minimum possessions and if a thief walks in the brahmana is so honest that he will tell the thief where his possessions are he is not going to hide he is not going to tell a lie generally everybody would will, will to protect himself will hide uh, will hide all his belongings by telling a lie but no so arjavam evava and gyanam vigyanam astikyam the other three qualities of a brahmana gyanam he has knowledge but that is not sufficient gyanam vigyanam he has wisdom also or realized knowledge many people may have knowledge of course we all possess some material knowledge that is really not knowledge in the real sense knowledge means knowledge of the shastras knowledge of the vedic literatures 
but just possessing knowledge is not enough you should be able to you should be knowing how to apply that knowledge you should have some realization of that knowledge you should be practicing that knowledge so vigyanam he has the wisdom and gyanam astikyam astikyam means firmly convinced about the existence of the supreme personality of godhead religiousness firmly believes that the supreme personality of godhead exists and our goal is to serve him so these are the nine qualities and ajamila this person this brahmana was possessing all these nine qualities he would daily worship the his lordship vishnu and uh, he had he he was truthful he was honest he was peaceful he was tolerant he was he was calm all these things were there so he nashta sadacharo he lost all these wonderful qualifications why because dasi patir ajamila he namna dasyaha samsarga dushitaha dushitaha he became polluted how did he become polluted samsarga by the association of a dushitaha by the association of dasyaha a prostitute maid servant so that is why when we take initiation our vows are very strict what are the vows no meat eating no intoxication no gambling and the most important no illicit sex because asat sang tyag ei vaishnav achar chetana mahaprabhu once when asked that who is a devotee can you please tell us and the first definition that chaitanya mahaprabhu gave of who is a devotee is asat sang tyag he renounces all asat sanga because this can completely pollute us so much so that even if we possess all the wonderful qualifications of a brahmana brahmana that supposed to be the most evolved the highest class in the human society even if we are on that level even then we can fall down this is the danger of illicit connection and unfortunately ajamila somehow got sucked into that he got pulled into that how did it happen we all know the story ajamila would worship his deities every day morning he was very clean and he as we were discussing he possessed all these wonderful qualities and so one day so his his daily schedule was every day morning he would go to the forest this is an old story so that time you know wherever there would live there would be gardens and forests all around the place where we would where uh, we would uh, live so he every day would go to the forest to pluck flowers and fruits for worshiping his deities so one day what happened when he went to this place to pluck flowers and fruits for his deity vishnu he came across something which he had never come across before what did he see in that forest in one particular place he saw a young man embracing a young woman a prostitute and they were singing and smiling and embracing 
and they were just enjoying with no self-control. So Ajamila had never seen such things before. He was disturbed. He was perplexed. And then he was, he was aroused. It happened in phases. When we see such disturbing things, first what happens? Our mind gets disturbed. And if, you're very, and if you're not very strong in bhakti, if you're not very strong in our devotional practices, then the disturbance doesn't, it doesn't just stop there. The disturbance makes us become, you know, uh, uh, we become perplexed. Disturbance is okay, you're disturbed, you know that it is wrong and I should not get disturbed. But then after disturbance, when you become perplexed, you start thinking, oh, maybe that is also not bad. Maybe I can get in. This is how the mind tricks us. And then after that, the next phase is we become aroused. If you're not very strong, if you're not very strong in our bhakti, in our devotional process. So this is what happened to Ajamila. He became aroused. And then we know the story, what happened, that he sought out that prostitute, he brought the prostitute home, and he deserted his chaste wife, his aged parents. He sent them away from house, he deserted them, and he started living with this prostitute. And that's how he fell down, he lost all his Brahmanical qualifications. So, that is, so Prabhupada writes here that the fault of illicit connection with woman is that it makes one lose all Brahmanical qualities. Everything we will lose. So, when the mind is filled with these lusty desires, Ajamila's mind got, got filled with lusty desires when he saw this scene in the forest of a young man embracing a young woman. So, actually we are all here in this material world because of this lusty mind. Kama esha, krodha esha, rajoguna samudbhava, mahashano, mahapapma, vidhi eha, iha vairinam. Kama esha, krodha. Kama and krodha Krishna is describing in the Bhagavad Mahashana, mahapapma, most sinful. Mahashana, mahashana means it is all devouring. So lust is one thing that can completely devour us. A very strong word is used. And that is why, because lust can completely devour us. Devour us means it can devour everything. We will lose everything, material, spiritual, everything. And that is why it is called Vidhi Enam Iha Vairidam. No, Krishna is telling Arjuna, know it for certain that this lust is all devouring, sinful enemy. So this is the enemy that we have to conquer in this life. Otherwise, if we live with this enemy, we are finished. Kama Turam. Kama Turam is a word used in the Bhagavatam. Aturam means Kama Turam. We are always agitated, distressed by this enemy called lust. Aturam means agitated, distressed, aggrieved. All of us are agitated, distressed, aggrieved, disturbed by this Kama Turam. 
And the goal in life is how to become completely cleansed, completely freed, 100% freed. So this is it's like in the outside world, people like to take on challenges. If there are no challenges in their work, they don't like that work. Recently, I was hearing somebody, um, he was telling me that he was having a very good job, nice pay and all that. So he was, and then I heard, he was telling me, Prabhu, I've given up that job. I've taken up another assignment. And surprisingly, so I thought maybe he's getting more money. He says, no, Prabhu, they're paying the same amount. So I was wondering why did he give up the job and it was a settled job and he's getting the same amount because, and he has to now struggle more. He says, no, there was no challenge in that job. So the material, this is the passion that everybody has. Unless and until I have a challenging job, something to challenge my intellect, then it's not interesting. I should, that's my self-esteem. I'm doing a challenging job. So now in spiritual life also, we have a much, much wonderful challenge and a challenge that involves us and the Supreme Personality of God. It is not an ordinary challenge and a pure devotee. They are all helping us in this challenge. And what is the challenge that we have to overcome this Kamaturam mind, Kamaturam heart, the challenge to overcome lust. It's not an, has people talk of challenges and they take uh, they take uh, uh, pride in challenges. Has any materialist overcome this challenge of lust? Nobody. We have got so many histories, historical examples where great, great conquerors in the past, prime ministers, presidents of different states and countries, when they had, they faced a lot of challenges and they overcome a lot of challenges in giving victory to their country and, and working for their country. But when they were faced with this challenge last, they failed. So we should take pride in thinking like that, that we have given up everything, but actually we have taken up a much higher challenge than the challenges that people in the material world have. We have a challenge to overcome lust. And it is possible. It is not difficult. So what is, what is the process? The process is here, that the whole purpose is about that. The process of overcoming this challenge is Bhakti Yoga. Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Eva Kevalam, Kalo Nasteva, 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 Gatiranyata. There's a very interesting line Prabhupada writes in the purport. He says, after this Harer Nama, Harer Nama verse, he says, the process of chanting the holy name of the Lord is always superbly effective. Mark these three words. The process of chanting the holy name of the Lord is not just effective, it is superbly effective. It is always superbly effective. So, we are so blessed. We have such a simple process, such an easy process, this process of chanting. Prabhupada is not just saying chanting, he is, of course it is chanting, but he is defining that chanting with a word. He says, the process of chanting is always superbly effective. So what is effective? Just chanting? Yes, chanting is effective, but if we are doing it in the right process. The process of chanting, which means chanting has a process. And what is that process? 
the process is to chant and to hear to chant and to hear the kamatura mind the mind which is after lust is running here and there in different directions so if this mind has to be controlled then the process is through a mantra controlling the mind but that mantra will work only um, of course it will work in any ways even if you are chanting inattentively it will work but if you want it to really work if you want it to really show its effectiveness then hear and chant hear chant and hear chant and hear so all along our chanting time in the morning our only focus should be am i hearing or am i putting effort to hear most of the times we are not hearing nor are we putting in effort to hear so at least when we ask this question am i putting an effort to hear the answer should be yes i am putting an effort to hear it is possible as propa says we must all chant with our present aptitude of mind all of us have got a certain aptitude and we all have an aptitude to put an effort into our chanting how can we prove that yes we all have an aptitude to put an effort all of us have an aptitude to put in effort for our day to day work that we do from morning till night without effort we will not be successful the very fact that we are successful we have done an we have got an education we are doing some job is because i am putting in effort in that job so why are we not putting in effort in our chanting of course if you are putting in many of you many of us are putting in then that is good but this should be a constant reflection because our mind is so disturbed and our mind is so conditioned that very quickly the mind sways away so we have to continuously eff put effort strenuously effort satatam kirtayanto mam yatantascha dridhavratah these two words are very important how we have to be chanting satatam kirtayanto mam we should always be engaged in chanting this is the only process to <coughs> help our kamaturam mind to be controlled so how yatantascha dridhavrat yatan we have to endeavor that means we have to be endeavoring in our chanting and how we should be endeavoring yatantascha dridhavrataha with great determination we should be endeavoring during our chanting this is the way this is the process and if we do this of course prabhupada is saying that the chanting of the holy name of the lord is always superbly effective but if we do it this way it will be very effective it be very quickly we will get the result so this is the process of chanting and actually prabhupad uses some very interesting words to explain to make us interested just like see here the story is being told of ajamila how ajamila although he was so lusty although he lost all his good qualification just because he chanted the holy name of narayana at the time of dying not even calling out to the lord narayana he called out to his son narayana his son's name was narayana he did not even call out uh, thinking narayana to be the supreme lord but even that name narayana was so superbly effective that he got saved from the yamadutas just look at this process so this story is being told to convince us 
about the potency of bhakti yoga which begins with the lord's name so similarly prabhupad also uses just like the story is being told to convince us prabhupad uses very interesting words to convince us how we should stick on firmly to this process of chanting the holy names of krishna and in no circumstances we should give it up and even though we are unable to chant properly perfectly we should have firm faith and conviction that this is the only process and i must keep endeavoring strenuously with great determination always trying my best when krishna sees when prabhupad and guru sees that yes this devotee is not giving up every day he is trying and every day we feel that oh it didn't happen nicely and again next day he is trying again and like this when the devotees when when krishna sees when guru sees that yes devotee this devotee is strenuously endeavoring he is not achieving perfection but he is continuously at it he is he is not giving it up then the blessings of the spiritual master will come we need ekaki amara nahi paya bala hari nama sankirtane tumi kripa kori श्रद्धा बिंदु दिया देहो कृष्ण नाम धने एक्चुअली इट इज नॉट पॉसिबल प्रैक्टिकली बिकॉज आर माइंड आर सो डिस्टर्ब फॉर अस टू चैंट द होली नेम एंड परफेक्ट इन चैंटिंग द होली नेम ऑन आर ओन वी एक्चुअली रिक्वायर द मर्सी ऑफ अ गुरु बट इफ यू वॉन्ट टू गेट द मर्सी ऑफ द गुरु यू हैव टू एंडेवर वी हैव टू पुट इन आर एफर्ट एंड अ प्रेयर अ हम्बल प्रेयर हैज टू बी मेड what is that prayer ekaki amara nahi paya bala i do not have strength on my own prabhupad to chant the holy name tumi kripa kori if you have mercy on me if you show your compassion on me shraddha bindu diya and just a drop of compassion of yours is enough because he is an ocean of compassion deho krishna nama dhane you can give me the real wealth of chanting the holy names of krishna So Prabhupada says that this chanting of the holy name of Krishna is the simplest process and the easiest process. And we should not think that it is a simple and easy process so it won't produce result or it may take a very long time. It's a very quick process. If we chant in the right process, quickly the results can be attained. And this is the bona fide process. Why bona fide? because this process is mentioned in all the scriptures so we are taking help of an authorized process a bona fide process the mention of this mantra is there in kali santarna upanishad hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare iti shodashak nam nam kali kalmasha nashanam this kama turam mind this lustful heart is is kalmasha kali kalmasha nashanam and all the kalmasha it can destroy nata para and a better process than this does not exist that is why it is the bona fide process is the easiest process is the quick process is the simplest process and it's a very joyful process isn't it joyful somehow this we are not feeling that joy we are feeling it as a big burden now so this shows actually this should give us make us think that the joyful process right now has become uh, imagine we are thinking it to be a burden so somebody is saying burden because so it is we should have faith it's a joyful process so this shows the extent to which our mind is contaminated that's all 
If you are thinking chanting, which is which the shastras are declaring, the shastras cannot be wrong. The shastras are declaring it's a joyful process. And then if we are thinking it to be burden, what does this indicate? This only indicates the extent to which we are diseased. That's all it indicates. Just like a person who doesn't drink is actually very joyful from just that context if you take it. But a person who drinks and drinks and drinks, will he be joyful? He'll be in some hallucination. And if you tell him to stop drinking and you'll be very happy, he cannot conceive. He says, you are mad, I'm, you know, he'll, he'll tell something like that. Because for him to come out of that drinking habit takes time. But actually the normal habit, the normal position is not to drink. The diseased position is to drink. So similarly, we must understand that we are in a diseased condition. But we must have the strong conviction, faith that I have the best process. And if I take to this process strongly, I will come out of it. That conviction should be there. And Prabhupada further says, it is an inexpensive process. Because imagine everything is... Can anybody give you a solution to lust? They can give solution to any other thing with lot of money, uh, with lot of, you know, it will be so expensive. But we are getting such a wonderful medicine. These days medicines are so expensive. I read an article where it was saying that in America, the medicines are 100 times more expensive than India. I don't know whether they did a dollar calculation or what, but medicines are so expensive. Even in India, the, so this is a medicine which is inexpensive. It's given freely. We should be so happy. Many times because it is given freely is why we don't pay serious attention to it. It's an inexpensive process. It's a guaranteed and a tested process. It's a guaranteed process. And the example is Ajamila himself. It's a very satisfying process. This process can actually satisfy our Kamatura mind. Kamatura mind means what? It's asking something. It's looking for some pleasure. Why Ajamila fell for it? He was actually situated on some pleasure. But he saw that that pleasure associating with a... Uh, with a Shudrani, a low class woman was giving some pleasure so if we have to avoid this pleasure this pleasure of material sense gratification we have to be situated on a platform which gives us higher pleasure and the only way by which we can do this is by taking to this chanting process so it's a very very it can actually satisfy our real quest our real thirst for pleasure that is why it's called a satisfying process. So it is the only process, it is the best process, and there is no other process. So with this faith and conviction, we should actually be taking to this chanting. And uh, all the great authorities of Bhakti Yoga recommend the devotional process beginning with the chanting of the holy names of Krishna. Tannama Grihan Adibihi. So we will see further. This is a very nice story how Ajamila, uh, you know, what were his, uh, not only he fell down from his Brahminical qualities, he lost all his Brahminical qualities, he further stooped to such a low level. He started arresting, he started cheating, he started gambling, he started plundering. 
all these different things he did. So a person who was here fell down so much and what came to his rescue is just the holy name of Narayana. So this story, if we can always keep it in our mind, such a wonderful real story that happened in the past that just by chanting the holy name, a person can become completely cleansed no matter what sin he has committed. So with this, we should be firmly uh, sticking on to the chanting of the holy name in the process which is mentioned in the scriptures, in the process that Srila Prabhupada teaches us, attentively hearing every name and making, putting our full effort in hearing this holy name. And here, Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Srila Prabhupada ki, Vitaya Gaur Pimana.